living your best life. Hi, everybody. I just want to take a second and tell you all thanks for tuning in. Um, If you missed me last week, you were not alone. And no, you did not miss an episode. (laughs) Um, I got sick last week and we just had a lot going on. And I didn't get around to recording an episode. So I apologize about that. But I am here now and I'm really excited for today's episode titled How to Stop Giving Your Power to Food. Can't wait to jump into that. Uh, Just want to start though with saying that I'm so excited and I don't know if you've heard about it or not yet, but I'm very excited about my new online course coming up and it's on September 10th. And the name of this course is Welcoming the Fall. And for the full description on the course, you can visit my website at www.breathewithcassie.com and click on the Work With Me tab and then the online course. So basically, I'm hosting this course this fall and it's all about the autumn (laughs) feel-goods. Uh, from a health perspective. I will be teaching you about the change of seasons as well as offering information on herbs and foods and practices to support your body and your mind and your spirit as we move into the fall. The course will be five days long and it will include um, mindful, simple, and easy recipes, uh, especially for busy people because most of us are. Uh, discussions and action steps for mental well-being, physical well-being, and spiritual well-being. And the kicker is that I'm also going to have, well, I'm going to try and do a 50-minute one-on-one session with each person that signs up. And typically this session is valued at $65. And the total cost of the online course right now is on sale through the end of August. It's only $40. (laughs) which is incredible. I kind of feel like I'm giving it away, but um, I just, I really want to help a lot of you and I feel really passionate and I feel really strongly about all of the information that I'm going to be sharing. It really will be life-changing. It will be very helpful. It's not just something that you'll, you know, sign up for and pay good money for and just kind of wonder, hmm, what did I get out of that? I know that everyone will walk away with something that will be life-changing for them, especially from the one-on-one course, or excuse me, the one-on-one session that we're going to do together. So anyway, that's on sale right now for $40 until the end of August, and then the price jumps up to $50 through September. And so anyway, I am so excited about it. I can't wait to share all that content with you. And again, if this is of interest to you, go sign up as the spots are already filling and I'm only going to take a select number of spots. Um, again, it's breathewithcassie.com. And then go click on the Work With Me tab and then the online course. Um, so yeah, enough about that. Also, just wanted to say thank you to everyone who came and supported me at my Reconnect With You event last week that I did with Ashley Turner. I am looking forward to doing more of those. Truly, I can say this with 100% honesty. It was one of the funnest events that I have ever done, and I've done a lot, so um, 
that's really saying something. It, it truly was so much fun. So I'm really looking forward to do more of those. Um, so stay in touch and keep up on those. Lastly, just an update. If you haven't heard, there's a new yoga studio coming to Midway, Utah. So for local li listeners, this is super exciting news. Um, the new studio is called Utah Yoga and Wellness Center, and it's going to be on Main Street and Midway. The owner of the studio, Elise Jones, is incredible. If you don't know her, that sucks. <laughs> She's seriously amazing, and I can't say enough good about her. I'm so excited. And so I'm going to be teaching there, and then I am also going to be taking appointments for my foot zoning and nutritional consultations there. So I'll have my own office, and I can't wait to help and consult with you guys there. I'll still be doing over-the-phone sessions for those who don't live here locally. Uh, but I'm really excited about that. And they're hoping to be finished by mid to end of September. So there's the update on that. And we don't have the yoga class schedule quite ironed out. But as soon as we do, I will let you guys know. Uh, so there's an update for you on that. And enough of all of that. Let's jump into today's topic. How to stop giving your power to food. So, do I have any emotional eaters listening? <laughs> I'm raising my hand because I am totally an emotional eater. I think at one point or another, we really all eat out of emotion. And I have to be honest, more often than not, I am having clients that are coming to me and they're experiencing this now more than ever. And I have a theory behind that. Uh, the theory is that I really think we are operating at an emotional level of a little child, most of us, in our life. Uh, you know, in school we're taught great things about um, the arts and science and math and English and language and reading and writing and all of these really wonderful things that are super important. But also I feel like another thing that is super important that probably most of us never got taught in our youth was how to deal with our emotions. So now we don't know now that we don't know how to deal with our emotions when we when we experience an emotion that we don't like, the tendency is to be really impulsive. And if that emotion comes in and we don't like the way it feels or it makes us feel uncomfortable, we make impulsive decisions or actions and you know we we make those decisions in order to stop feeling the emotion or to run away from it and for a lot of us that shows up in food uh, for other people it might show up in watching too much tv or drinking too much alcohol or playing too many video games i mean to an extent i think all of us do this in some facet of our life not just in food uh, but just to kind of illustrate a point, I just wanted to mention that. So how do we battle, quote, the craving? Or how do we defeat the sugar monster that's raging inside of us? Or how do we stop eating when we want to? How does someone even have that kind of self-control? <laughs> These are some questions that you might have asked yourself at times in your life. But here's the truth, you guys. In the long run... Being negative toward our body and our minds will not yield a positive result. And this is like such an incredibly powerful statement. I just want to restate it. In the long run, 
being negative toward our body and mind will not yield a positive result. So a negative, more often than not, will not lead to a, lead to a positive. You can't hate your body into losing 10 pounds. You might be able to get away with that for a short amount of time, but eventually you're probably going to gain the weight back. I'm not saying 100% of the time this is true, but most of the time. Uh, you can't hate your mind into slowing down and being peaceful all the time. So let me just give you the best news that you'll hear probably like all day or all week. <laughs> you can have peace with your food. You can have peace of mind. You honestly can have whatever you choose. The secret to stop giving your power to food is to take it back. Pretty simple. <laughs> this means owning your thoughts and emotions and stopping the tactic of giving it all to the food that you're eating. So let me give you an example. Every once in a while, I will find myself looking in the mirror and begin to get really critical of myself and especially my body. The thoughts that I'm thinking might look like, I used to be smaller than this. I should go down a size in my pants. My thighs look so big. Uh, a, a really common one for me is I'll think of someone that I saw recently and compare myself to her and think, oh, I'm not as small as her. And then I'll usually make a plan which looks like, okay, I'm going to work out really hard the next few weeks and only eat this and cut out this and I'm not going to have any treats, etc., etc. Uh, this will last for a day or two, and then I usually find myself eating dessert and probably gulping it down really fast and thinking to myself that I deserve it. And I've already missed my workout today, so I guess I can just start over tomorrow. Does any of this sound familiar? If you're a normal woman, or man for that matter, in today's society that is so body and physical focused, you've probably experienced the cycle I've just talked about. Can you see that how I was feeling, which was critical, discouraged, shamed, guilty, not good enough, showed up in the food that I ate? Can you also see that it wasn't sustainable? And lastly, the most important one, did you see that I chose to see my food as something that was just here to either make me skinny or fat or to make me look a certain way? This is the key to today's topic, you guys. However you label and think about food is the experience you're going to have. If you want to have a different experience with food in your life, you change the way you think about it. What if instead of seeing it as something that I needed to restrict or something I needed to put bounds on, I would just I just want to offer this thought. My body is beautiful and Maybe food is my fuel today. Also, food can be fun. My very favorite thought about food lately is I feed my body the food that it needs and wants. So this really, that thought really allows me to ask my body what it wants. Recently, I uh, asked some clients and some friends what diets they had tried recently. And most of them said keto, paleo, no carb, intermittent fasting, etc., and all of these diets are, you know, the current diets on the market right now, which are changing at an incredibly fast rate, by the way. But what if instead of constantly trying new diets, you gave yourself permission to choose the thought, what does my body need right now? 
In my work, I practice bio-individuality, which means that no two people are the same. Vegan works really well for some people, but the next person might do a lot better with paleo and adding some more animal protein into their diet. The point is, you have to explore and discover which foods make your body feel good and free and light. Let me give you a couple other examples uh, to demonstrate giving our power to food. So my first example, let's say you get your kids down for bed and you think, oh my gosh, what a crazy day. I deserve a treat. So the emotion behind the thought is a reward. You deserve it. You are choosing to give yourself a reward and that reward is food. Take ownership of that. Choose it if you want. This is what I just, I simply want you guys to take ownership of your choices and your emotions. If you tell yourself that you deserve a reward and then you have the thought that you want that reward to be food, that's totally okay with me. Seriously, that's great. But I just want you guys to know that you have the power to choose that or if you don't like that choice, you can choose something different. But as soon as we give our power away to food, we feel like we don't have a choice anymore. But that's simply not true. Ask yourself, is there a different reward that would serve me better? Hmm. Probably. How about a hot bath? Or a long walk? Or a good talk with your spouse? A funny TV show? Or a book? Or journaling? The next example. Let's say you're stressed out to the max with family, work, church, everything on your plate, and you just tell yourself that you need something to relax or to get your mind off of things. So you decide to eat some extra dessert or a bag of chips that allows you to chew really fast and busily to, to match your any energy that you have going on. It's this busy, frantic energy. Oftentimes we chew food we like crunchy food and salty food that we can chew really quickly when we're, when we're feeling that kind of energy in our body. So again, identify the emotion behind the thought and take responsibility that you're giving that power and emotion to food. If you want to make a different choice, choice ask if there is a different choice that would serve you better. So... After these examples, let me just kind of sum this up in a way, in a formula, if you will, or like a step-by-step process that you can go through to stop giving your power to food. So step number one is identify the emotion behind the thought of food. So in that first example about getting your kids down for bed and wanting a reward, so the emotion might have been like stress or you needed some validation, so maybe you weren't feeling validated. Um, number Step number two is ask yourself if there is a way to serve your body better than eating what you're about to eat. And step number three, take complete ownership of the choice that you decide to make. Don't feel bad about it. Don't play victim to the food. And remember that your worth is not dependent on how your body looks. And that last one is so important. So lastly, you guys, if you only take one thing away from the podcast today, let it be this. 99% of emotional food choices can be changed if we simply give ourselves 
three deep breaths before having a knee-jerk reaction. <sighs> Can you guys just kind of hear that silence for a second? I should mention that this is really the first step. So number one would be take three deep breaths. Number two would be identify the emotion that you're having. Number three would be ask yourself if there's a way to serve your body better than eating food. And number four is to take complete ownership of the choice that you decide to make. Know that food cannot make you do anything. You choose food. And stop giving your power and responsibility to that. It's now time for you to take your responsibility back and take ownership of the choices that you're making. And like I said, remember that your worth is not dependent on your body. And if you choose to indulge, then do it and do it without guilt. And know that this this is a part of life and it's okay to indulge. But like I said, I just want you to be conscious about that decision and I want you to be responsible and take ownership of it. This moment though, when you take that three deep, those three deep breaths and you're breathing deep and you're really listening to your heartbeat and your lungs expand and your whole being just pulsing with life, that moment will give you the opportunity to see how wonderful you are how much of a miracle you are, that you're even alive and breathing. And then you can take a second to honor your incredible body and everything that it has done for you. And then you can serve it in the way that it truly deserves to be served. This is the game changer, my friends. This is where your heart and your mind start to change. And then your body follows as your heart and your mind starts to change, your body will align to its natural weight when you give it the love and the respect that it has earned and that it deserves. Food should be fun. It should be fuel. It should be good. But I think more than anything, we should just get rid of all the shoulds and just take those three deep breaths and listen and tune into what our body is trying to communicate to us. So... Just want to quickly identify those four steps one last time. Number one is take three deep breaths and really feel your body being alive. And if you can, maybe even just offer some thoughts of gratitude toward your body. Again, acknowledging that miracle that you're even breathing and living in this very moment. Uh, step number two is to identify the emotion behind the thought of food. Step number three is ask yourself if there is a way to serve your body better than eating food. And step number four is to take complete ownership of the choice that you decide to make. Don't feel bad about it. Do not play the victim. And remember that your worth is not dependent on your body or how it looks. That's all I've got for today, you guys. I hope that this helps you and I would give you this challenge this week to... Please implement these four steps. And like I said, even if you can't find it in yourself to implement the four steps, just at least do that step number one to take a few deep breaths and just bask in the light and the miracle of your body 
And it's like I said at the beginning, we can't hate our body into losing 10 pounds. It's just, it's not realistic and it doesn't feel good and it doesn't leave us happy and fulfilled and we can't do the work that we're called to do when we're in that place of not liking ourselves and not being happy with ourselves. When we can be okay with who we are and understand our worth is so much more than how we look, uh, that is really where we can start to make a difference in the lives of those we come in contact with every day in our family life, our children, our spouse, our friends, our coworkers. When we can show up loving ourselves exactly as we are and knowing that that's enough, then you you will be living your best life. And again, that's what this podcast is all about is encouraging you and empowering you to truly live your best life. And I hope you can do that. If you have any questions, please let me know. I'm happy to answer any questions you might have. And if you feel particularly stuck with anything that we talked about today or anything else health-related, I will remind you that I offer completely free mini sessions and I am happy to help you out with that. If you want to book a session, you can email me at breathewithcassie at gmail.com or get on my website and register there for a mini session. It's www.breathewithcassie.com. And anyway, I hope you guys found it helpful today and I hope that you'll take these steps and actually apply them in your life this week. Please go leave me a review if you haven't already. And I hope you guys have an awesome week. Thanks. Bye.